It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thank you to our sponsors, the Wall Street Memes Casino, with over 5,000 custom games to choose from. Enjoy live dealers and in-play sports betting. From football to esports. Get a 200% sign-up bonus on your initial deposit up to $25,000. Use code IFLTV24. Deposit now by visiting Wall Street Memes Casino today. 18 plus only. Please gamble responsibly. This is Coogan Cassius for IFLTV. Delighted as always to be joined on a Sunday by correspondent Gareth A. Davies. How are you, mate? I'm very well. Corresponding very well at the moment, thank you. All is well in, in this crazy world we live in, my friend. You look very well. Thank you. I've had a haircut. You look, you, 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 I can see that. I was saying you've been shaved up. I, I, yeah, you've been... I don't know if that... It's a euphemism. Just had a shave. Just had a shave. No, no, it looks nice. It looks nice. Very very neat. Probably off Sunday school or something, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, not quite. Not quite, Gareth. Um, well, we've had a couple of kind of uh, relatively blank weekends in the UK. Um, you know, Matchroom had a show on yesterday uh, with uh, Belanga and uh, Poddy McCrory. But it, it has been a bit quiet the last couple of weeks in terms of UK shows, hasn't it? Yeah, but that's not a bad dam to have because we've got a flood coming. Yeah. Um, you know, it's... Uh... There's an awful lot coming. I thought Edgar Belanga was very good last night, by the way. That was a massive overhand right, wasn't it, that that knocked his opponents out. Yeah, it's been a little bit quiet, but it's been very busy uh, on the news front. I was just looking at that, that uh, we're creating a list. I mean, you know, there's nothing to worry about. You know, March the 8th, Riyadh, Nagano, Fury, um, Joshua Nagano, um, Nick Ball, who I spoke to last night, and uh, and um, Ray Vargas. That's a really good fight on the March the 8th card. March the 16th, Frank Warren's uh, Magnificent Seven. March 23, Dalton Smith, Jose Zapeda, Sandy Ryan, Terry Harper. March the 30th, Tim Zhu and Keith Thurman, a first event on Amazon Prime. Starting to sound like Eddie here. March the 31st, in it, yeah. Uh, Fabio Wardley, Fraser Clark. 
uh, Florian Marker, Chris Congo. There we go to April 20th. Oh, it's non-stop, everybody. Um, while I'm imitating Chris Eubanks. Um, so April 20th, Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia. April 20th, Manny Pacquiao. Josh Taylor, Jack Cattrall the following week. Fury Usyk, May the 18th. May the 25th, probably Katie Taylor and, uh, and Chantal Cameron three. And June the 1st, uh, Dimitri Bevol and Arta Viterbiev. And the reason I'm doing it quickly is before we know it, we'll be in June and we'll have gone, wow, what a half year that was. Probably one of the best ever. Yeah, I I've mean, had a lot of, I've had a lot of coffee this morning. I can tell. Some of, those fights, <laughs> some of those fights haven't been formally confirmed yet. Which ones? Manny Pacquiao. I thought Manny Pacquiao. I, I just, Manny Pacquiao in Thailand. Against Buakwell Banchama. Oh, right. Exhibition. Yeah. Listen, okay. I know you picked that one out. I'm, at least Sorry. you're listening. Um, May the 25th has not been confirmed with Chantel Cameron no. and, um, and Katie Taylor. Although, Mr. Carty, who I believe... Is, is um, May the 25th St. Patrick's Day or not? No. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is in March. March the 3rd? No, March the 3rd is like March a the... Sunday. Okay. Um... God, I'm all over the place with, with St. Patrick. So my apologies to every beautiful Irish person out there. The whole diaspora of the Irish nation. Sorry, I'm, I'm sure no one took any offence. Um, Probably pound for pound the best sports fans in the world, you know. Who? The Irish. Oh, absolutely. Oh, they're amazing. Amazing. Absolutely. God almighty, it's an amazing time to go to uh, Ireland with any kind of sport. And I think their rugby team are on fire as well at the moment as you've seen from the Six Nations, which I know you're an avid follower of. I hate rugby. Yeah, well, rugby hates you. No, but he can hate me. He yeah, but, no, but rugby... Yeah, yeah, I know, but as much... me, I'm not a rugby fan. Kogan Cassius, on this Sunday morning at 11.40am, the man who hates rugby, rugby hates you more than you hate I actually, rugby. Do you know what? I actually don't hate rugby. I just yeah, it hates you now for saying it. Well, fuck rugby then. How about that? <laughs> I'm not responding in that rude way. That's fine. Gareth, let's talk about the start of the week because um, we saw quite an interesting press tour. I love it when they do the press tours with with like the, the mm. fights from the UK because if it warrants a press tour, and I think it was quite worthy of having back-to-back press conferences with uh, Catchell and Taylor, uh, one up in Edinburgh and one in Manchester, and then they obviously had that um, talk sport thing they had on the Wednesday but yeah, it's been it's been quite interesting, hasn't it, to see kind of uh, how this is going to unfold. It's two years in the making. Um, some people might say two years too late. Uh, April twenty seventh, we'll find out. Yeah, we will. Um, I think what what's always good, and I remember it. I think Tony Bellew and David Hay had an audience at the press conferences, and I'm trying to think of some of the others. Derek Chisora. And Dillian White, remember that up in, I think that was in Liverpool, wasn't it? In a room in Liverpool where it kicked off. Or was it in Manchester? That might have been Manchester. No, because they fought in Manchester, didn't they? In the second time. Or the, oh God. No, the first time they kicked off where Chisora threw the table. That was in Manchester. Yeah, in Manchester. Where, and, 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 some, and I think, did Mark Tibbs throw the microphone? Yeah, Mark or, Tibbs yeah, yeah, yeah. involved. Adam Smith but, but, but got involved wonder- in that. Eddie, I've never seen Adam Smith in a brawl. No, he wasn't in the brawl, but Chisora kind of tried to stick it on Adam Smith in that. I bet Adam Smith took him apart, no? Yeah, 
Good. Um, yeah. So I, what, my point is that when you've got an audience in there, it generates a lot of heat in the room. And I think that really helps the Taylor and Catterall press conferences because, you know, the Scots got behind Josh up in Edinburgh and then there was their readiness the next day because they go away, they're simmering. You know, and then they come back for the next day, and then they got they went into the studio, as you rightly said, in Talk Sports, uh, at Talk Sports, um, and they they've got to be very restrained inside a a very small studio with security. So it's kind of like a fascinating atmosphere, and they shook hands twice. Jim White made them shake hands twice. Uh, do you know what? As much as I love Jim White, Jim White should never have got them. To I don't know, but he was being a fan. He was being a fanboy. I know, so, but it was they, didn't want to, they didn't want to shake hands again for the photo. No, 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 I, I know. I think I, I can't remember if it was Jack or Josh saying, uh, "You're stretching it here a little bit," because they they shaken hands. He made his remark. Oh yeah, your palms are sweaty. Look, they both. Um, they're both great characters, very strong characters. Jack is not given to effusive, abusive behaviour. Josh loves it in the build-up to a fight. You know, he's like, what's his name? Hank. Hank comes out, the alter Hank. ego, doesn't it? Yeah. And, he, and he's, um, whoa, I mean, he's scary when he's like that. Um, I thought it was very interesting. I think it's, it, you know, they've sold it really well. It's a great fight to have. It's a shame we've waited two years for it, but sometimes these things build over that period of time. Um, I'm really fascinated by it. I'm fascinated by the fact, Googs, that it's going to be at 140 pounds. And Josh, it's looked like Josh has had problems at 10 stone at making the weight in, into his very early 30s now. But it's a fascinating fight. Styles make fights. Does Jack Catterall have Josh Taylor's number? Maybe. And, you know, how are they going to engage this time? Can Taylor reset? We know he's a quality operator. Um, and I just loved all the, you know, Sam Jones added fuel to the fire as well. You know, he's a, he's a great uh, stimulator and catalyst of, of argumentation in boxing, isn't he? he? He loves stirring the pot. So that was, it's been, it's been very good. I mean, it's a shame we've got to wait till April the 27th to see it now, because I could have watched it this weekend that was very quiet. Yeah, absolutely. April 27th, tickets uh, have sold out now. Um, oh, well, it's only 13,000 in the 13, league. Arena. Still. I, I, I still... I, I don't know if I talked to you about this last week, but I think maybe we did. Um, MEN or Manchester Arena would have been great, O2 Arena, but I suppose it's travelling for all the people, you know, so... But it's going to be a banging atmosphere in there. Absolutely banging. Absolutely. Um, Johnny Nelson was at Talk Sport the other day. Yeah. Being played back uh, an interview from Eddie Hearn. I think it was from Pro Boxing Fans. Were you in the studio at that point? No, I've heard about, I've heard the interview and I've been asked about the interview. I've got my opinion about it. Well, what, what do you think about Hearn's comments on Nelson? Um... Well, I mean, it's what you guys do, isn't it? He said this, what do you think? I mean, you're doing it to me now to create a headline. Um, I'm not giving you one. Um, basically, Johnny, Johnny Nelson's got his opinion. He was wrong on Tyson Fury. Um, I don't know, you know, all that. We've discussed this already. He was wrong on Tyson Fury. Jo Johnny is a very clever pundit. He knows how to play the game, but he also knows boxing inside out. 
and he's been a very good friend for a very long time as well. I'll, I, I'll say that. And I really like Johnny. I think he's very, very good at what he does. Um, and obviously, and, and I covered his career, and he was an amazing world champion for seven years, 13 defences, I think it was. And, and he's a very, very good man. And congratulations to him on his MBE and all the work he's done uh, with kids in the community and all of those things he's done. Um, Eddie, it's just to go over that, Eddie had had a go at Johnny over Johnny saying that Joshua was crazy to take the Nagano fight. Is that the point you're making? Well, there was a few things that were said. Um, let me just pull up so we know specifically what... Uh, Did you do the Johnny interview? No, I didn't. It was from... Um, Pro Boxing Fans. Pro Boxing Fans. Let, let, let's promote Pro Boxing Fans right now. Go, Bo Pro Boxing Fans. Um... I need to find this one second. Keep the men's the same for one second, Gareth. Keep who entertained? Your viewers. My viewers. Your viewers. Your viewers. No, you're the one that makes all the money from your interviews. Oh no, of course we're now get, we're doing a new deal in 2024, aren't we? Especially right. when you interrupt my Sunday mornings, you're half an hour late. Right. <laughs> well, I can't get the actual uh, clip up. Well, no, that was the main point. Well, that, was, yeah, point. that was the that... basis of it. And then Eddie Hearn obviously had his say about... No, Eddie went back and said, what are you on about, Johnny Nelson? Uh, Anthony Joshua's kept you in a job for six years at Sky. That. Um, look, he did in a way. Let's not, let, let's not get it wrong. Five huge stadium fights. Cardiff... Tottenham Hotspur, Wembley, I think it's five or six. Anthony Joshua is a megastar. There's no question about it. He's a megastar. Um, and he created uh, a gravy train and a, and, a, and, a, and a highway for boxing with Eddie Hearn and on Sky Sports. And Eddie's point was, Johnny, what are you on about? You had a career for five or six years. I think obviously between 2013, 2019, when DAZN, the DAZN deal was done. The billion dollar zone eight year deal. So, in many ways, Eddie was right, but Johnny was just giving an opinion on it's catastrophic for Anthony Joshua if Naganu beats him. Um, but on the other side of the ring, in the other corner, it's absolutely amazing if Anthony Joshua does a job on Francis Ngannou because then there's a yardstick to compare him to Tyson Fury and it hastens the debate into, wow, it just builds, it just builds everything. So I don't agree with Johnny. And also, my understanding is that deal was done on the night of Day of Reckoning. Um, in a few hours, Eddie's told me the story in the background when we were in Quebec and it was done very quickly. Because Deontay Wilder was suddenly out of the picture. Because if you recall, he would have been fighting Deontay Wilder. And when that fight was announced, everybody was quite excited about Joshua and Nagano. It's a really intriguing contest. And it's a massive opportunity. And I was with Ben Davison at the Performance Centre in Harlow earlier this week. It's a great opportunity for Anthony Joshua to show that he's properly back. Because we don't know whether... Nagano had his best night against Tyson Fury, whether Tyson Fury had his worst night ever against Francis Ngannou. Well, we do know he had one of his worst nights ever against Francis Ngannou. We don't know how special Nagano could be 
as I've said to you before, and I raised it about four interviews ago with you, if Nagano beats Joshua, the biggest debate in our sport is going to be, wow, should Francis Nagano be fighting for the undisputed title right now against the winner of Usyk and, uh, and, and, uh, and Fury? And that debate will go on all the way to May the 18th if he beats Joshua on March the 8th. I don't think he will, but there could be some tricky moments. Absolutely. Jerry, just coming Stop back... Stop saying absolutely. Why? I don't know. It's irritating me. You irritate me in a nice way. Well, Gareth... Well, I like your absolutes then. Go on. Absolutely. Gareth, let me ask you something. And I saw Carl Froch and Simon Jordan debating this the other day about... Are you doing clickbait this morning or something? I do clickbait every fucking day, mate. Chill out. Don't swear at me like that. There's nothing you can do, Gareth. You can't kick me through the screen. You're only, you're only half an hour away. I'll pop down the road and give you, you a right yes, sorting. That's true. No, less than 20 minutes. <laughs> I haven't thrown the head kick at you for quite a long time. No, actually. Keep your legs. Keep your legs there, there, there was a time when I did it every time I saw you. Do you remember? Yes. You're In the mad old days. <laughs> no, I don't. I haven't done it for a long time. Anyway, yeah. Right. Simon uh, Jordan. No, I saw I was watching Carl Froch's bit he did with Simon uh recently. And they were talking about and this kind of comes back to the whole Johnny Nelson uh comments regarding Joshua. Um are people kind of allowed to have their opinion anymore? Is it is it an opinion? Are they being haters? Eddie Hearn labelled Johnny Nelson a hater because of his comments. We've seen kind of the situation with Fury and and Carl Froch and uh, Simon Jordan, etc. I mean, what, is there a fine line there? What, what, I mean, no, it's not what you do; it's the way that you do it. It's not what you say; it's the way that you say it. You can be critical, but it's the way you manicure and curate that critique. Um, there's a, you can you can I give opinions and I'm critical of things all the time, and but I just don't believe in hammering people for the sake of it and doing it in a um an, an abusive way i think if someone's had a bad performance they've had a bad performance if the judges have been wrong they've been wrong if people people are entitled we are in a sport of opinions and i don't agree that people are oversensitive in boxing i think people are oversensitive in life at the moment and and it's just, it's, it's an unusual time in the world let's get all universal here yeah um, it's a strange time in the world. There's a lot of change about. Um, social media is a very powerful, um, positive, yet also negative force as well sometimes. And, and I think um, there's, a, there's a he said, she said reaction to something. And I think people know that they'll get attention if they say something very strong. Um, but but I, all, I think there's always been a sensitivity about I've written hundreds of stories about Ricky Hatton. I remember the, the story his mother, Carol, who, who's someone I know really well and really, really like, and I've always got on with. I, I, and you were his bodyguard. That's when I first met you, do you remember? Correct. Bodyguard in, in, um, in, for the Pacquiao fight in Vegas when I came out six weeks early. Um, and there you were, looking after Paul Speak in Ricky Hatton, um, keeping all the fans at bay in your acting days when you were in Crossroads or something, weren't you? EastEnders. And I'm joking. It was EastEnders, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and Carol always remembers one very critical story where I wrote about Pacquiao that he just looked, um, you know, he, he went out for camp too early 
and and Carol's never forgotten that. And uh, well, she has, but we talked about it since. But um, people are, people are sensitive about criticism. No one likes being criticised too much. Um, but I don't agree that you can't say critique in, in boxing. It's how you say it is, is important. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're talking about strong personalities in, I mean, if you just mentioned Simon Jordan and Carl Frotch, and especially Carl Frotch. Carl Frotch knows what he's doing. He's obviously started off his YouTube channel. Yeah. And we've seen the way Carl's going. I'm not saying Carl doesn't believe the things that Carl says, but Carl knows how to kind of, Create headlines for himself, even though he's been retired for ten years. Um, yeah, well, he, well but, but again, he's just got opinions. It doesn't really matter that he says, "Oh, I think Tyson Fury's legs have gone," because you know, that, and that's where he really got going on on you know on Tyson Fury. Because my understanding is from everyone, spoke to Thomas Carty in the week. Obviously, Carty was um, that he's a Irish heavyweight, um, up and coming heavyweight, and he was saying genuinely he was training with Tyson Fury in December. He was training with Tyson Fury minutes, sparring with him minutes before Fury was cut by the Croatian MMA um, heavyweight. Um, and he said, genuinely, he was just on fire in camp. He said he was even back in December. In, and we saw, we saw it afterwards when Fury came back and he stripped off and that he was in that shape. He said he was just amazing to, to box against. Um, so... Um, Carl's opinions that obviously what happens with Tyson Fury when you've got, I mean, I, it happens to me and because I'm supporter, I'm like, I'm supporter of Anthony Joshua. I want Anthony Joshua to do well. I want Tyson Fury to do well. I want them to fight each other. Um, uh, I, I'm just, I'm not in anyone's camp. I always just give my opinion who, who I think will win. Um, if I genuinely thought Usyk was going to beat Fury, I would say Usyk to beat Fury. I, I picked Deontay Wilder to beat um, Tyson Fury in their first fight. And I remember having the conversation with Ben Davison and Tyson saying, are you taking this fight too early? This is dangerous. I see him, I see you losing. 
And that's genuine. I did say that. And uh, then the, I got the finger wagged at me afterwards. Told you. Um, which is, a mate, we, all, we all make mistakes about it. And I think Carl's just proffering an opinion. And yeah, he's a bit naughty with it. And he has a bit of fun. But he's a good guy, Carl. He's got very strong opinions generally. Um, got very strong ego. Um, and he's very knowledgeable. And, and I've always got on incredibly well with Carl. And his career was a pleasure to follow. And what he's doing, do you not think? Did he call out Conor McGregor, Jake Paul? He, I think he called them out recently, didn't he? And, Jake Paul, and, he said he'd fight for five million. This was years ago. This is in There you go, Jake Paul. Yeah, but but... If if Carl was around now and the Super Six tournament was going on and it was Saudi Arabia and he'd be deeply involved in it, you know. Um, so it's no, it's 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 just a, we are in a sport of opinions. We're, that is it. Absolutely. Um, let me ask your opinion about another rising situation over the last sort of ten days. Um, I'll tell you the characters in this narrative. Eddie Hearn, uh, Dalton Smith, Adam Azine, um, Ben Shalom. What do you think about this situation? Because obviously we know purse bids uh, are due soon. I think they were delayed, but are, are due soon. Um, Here's my take. Here's my take, right? Adam Azine is not ready for Dalton Smith, in my view. It's a very dangerous fight for him. Dalton Smith is, is in a different place. It's a very dangerous opponent for Azim because Azim at the moment is fast rising, very spectacular. Yes, if they fight each other, great. Fa fascinating fight, but I don't think he's ready. I, I really don't think he's ready. And I, and I suspect they won't fight each other. Right. So I don't think that's even the issue here. I think, obviously, the fight was ordered for... Azim's European title. If that's the case, and I'm not saying that's the case, that's your opinion about that. But why not just come out and say, if that is the case, that he's not ready? Is it? Because they don't. Because Adam Azim is ready in his mind. No, he, of course he is. He'll fight. Yes, it. we know that. Yes. So, 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 but you, but you, you, you don't want to back out. And, and you don't even want to back out facing in these scenarios because Adam Mazim is thinking, yeah, I can beat him. And um, they're, they're on, you know, Dalton is very solid. He's grown solidly. He's, you know, he's, 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 um, he's, he's been, again, using the word manicured. He's been manicured brilliantly um, by his father, Grant. And obviously Chantel Cameron's gone there, there now as well. Um, so in many ways, um, Adam Azim is a potential star. It's a bit like when Amir Khan fought Bradis Prescott, Dalton Smith's got the kryptonite to upset the run. I was talking to Gary Stretch about this last night, but when you're on a winning run and you're undefeated, when you take a loss, it does slide you down the ladder emotionally, psychologically, um, physically. Um, so it's it's really important how they matchmake and how they develop fighters. So um, I, I think I think we might end up. Well, I may be wrong. I mean, we may end up with a similar situation to Fraser Clark being taken out of the fight with Fabio Wardley, which we now have, of course, on March thirty first, because 
I think Azim needs a couple more fights. That's what I think. I may be wrong, but, you know. Do you blame Eddie Hearn's approach with this? I mean, obviously... Oh, he's, he's, he's always got Goldie, it in for on. He's always uh, got it in for Benchalom. And Boxer and, and Team Azim to almost embarrass him into kind of making their call on this rather than, you know... Uh, I don't think the fight's going to happen. I think regardless of whatever, we, I can't see that fight happening. I think you we're in agreement of that. But yeah, Eddie Hearn loves to kind of, yeah, get involved and make sure that people, in his opinion, know kind of, you know, we're not pulling out. We're going to bid hard. and the, the fight can happen on Sky. Eddie Hearn being Eddie Hearn. Yeah, well, as we've seen with Eddie recently, like you said, you know, when I was at Sky, um, I think he said he used to say to them, why aren't we promoting these other fights? Why are we just doing that? And and he, he has a pop at Sky regularly now, but it wouldn't surprise me to see him come back to Sky, you know, at what? some point. He, he, could, he could have a deal with Sky at some point, couldn't he? Well, listen, if Eddie and Frank can work together, then nothing's off the table ever. Well, nothing is off the table. Always expect the unexpected. I mean, Ben Shalom wants to explore America at the moment. He's got that deal with, is it Peacock? He's got, But he wants to go, and um, I think it's called Peacock, the, the channel or the, the network, um, and, and wants to grow in America, and he's right to say that. Um, yeah, he'll, look, at the moment, there's no rivalry between... Frank Warren and Eddie Hearn because they're working together. There is a rivalry, but it's just not visible. There's all, there'll always be a rivalry. We got the rivalry on June the, June the first. Um, Kuga, I'm going to have to cut you off in a minute because I've got guests arriving. Yeah, just one more before I let you go. What what have you made of this? Um, another fight, not not likely to happen. But um, Connor Ben and and Tank Davis, obviously, Con, uh, Tank Davis posting emails. I'm not a massive fan of this, even though it's quite whatever, watching on, on social media. I'm not really a fan of these emails being uh, private emails yeah, yeah, being yeah. kind of exposed to the to the public. Me neither. I, I, I don't... I, I'm not a fan of it. It's not something I would do, but the... the um, well, I think... I mean, the, the, the big talking point, really, I think, is, is Eddie said he'd offered him $25 million. And I don't know if you know this, but my understanding is that Tank Davis earned 40 million US dollars for the fight with Ryan Garcia. That's why Garcia is such a huge cash cow. Um, the golden goose for all those guys at between, you know, 140, 147, maybe even 154 eventually. I don't know, but, um, uh, and 135. Uh, but, but Garcia's at 140 now, isn't he? I think the, the fight with Haney's at 140, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, Eddie said he'd offered 25 million, but actually in the email that was shown, he was offered 10 with upside. But I don't see, I was talking about this with someone last night. I think that's, if it happened in the UK and Conor Ben was fighting here, it would have to be in the UK. I think it probably does about 450,000 buys, yeah? At 20 quid, that's 10 million pounds, that's $12 million. I don't see how... Eddie would have been able to get him another $15 million. Um, and I think that's what Tank Davis was saying. You know, why are you saying $25 million publicly? And yet, I only got a $10 million offer. And when you, and in the context of if he got $40 million US million for Ryan Garcia, a much um, kind of riskier fight, obviously, 
um, because of Garcia's power, but he's also fighting a guy two weight divisions above him in Conor Ben in reality. Um, So there's a lot at stake for him. I mean, I'd love to have seen the fight. And I'm a fan of these, um, you know, Terence Crawford versus Saul Canelo Alvarez. I'm a real fan of the very, very skillful smaller guy against the bigger guy who wants to go at it. You know, Marvin Hagler, the classic one being Marvin Hagler and and Sugar Ray Leonard. And obviously Leonard won that fight. Um, But what did I make of it? I just think they're putting Conor Ben's name out there. And I was chatting again about this on Talk Sport last night. Outside the heavyweights in the UK, outside the heavyweights in the UK, Conor Ben is probably the biggest pay-per-view name. Intriguingly. Even yeah. though there's that theory that from Tundia J that it's Anthony Yard, who's obviously very popular. But in reality... Conor Ben, because of what's happened, because of his name and all those things, is probably the biggest name outside the heavyweights. You name me a bigger, you name me a bigger force, a bigger name, a bigger sell. I mean, look, the, the, I mean, the one person that springs to mind in that, and I'm not saying it's necessarily a, more of a um, suggestion for like a pay per view star, but you banks in that mix, surely, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he he is, he is. But I think people. There was a time when people wanted to see Eubank Jr. Stop smoking while we're doing this, will you? Because um, making me want to smoke. It's a vape. It's a, va- it's a vape. Oh, good. Um, well, I'll have a vape then. Um, the, the, there was a time when, when Chris Eubank Jr., people wanted to see him fail as much as they want to see him succeed. But he's kind of gone from uh, to cult. And um, there's still a lot of people because of Connor's situation that want to see him fail, so they'll watch. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm not I'm not putting that on him. That that's what that's what he, people want. But th- there will be a body of people out there that want that. They're, they're, they're watching to see him fail, but will become fans of his if he does well. Um, that's why that's why the fight between Chris Eubank Jr. and Conor Ben was enormous. I don't like it at... Um, I just don't think we've seen enough of Conor Ben to know if he could handle a Chris Eubank. Um, but I, that fight still may happen. I say we, we talked earlier about expecting the unexpected. But Conor's made... What they did very well in America with that last fight is um, he got the rounds in... Um, there's a lot of debate around has he got the power now or not? The, the time off has it has something receded in him? Um, you know, has, has he lost something? Um, and they they threw about ten names out there, didn't they? And I think Danny Garcia's top of the list at the moment. That's a decent fight, but it's not going to do pay per view. Um, whereas Javonta Davis would have, um, and. You know, obviously, Javonta's fought over here before, Coogan. You were there when he fought the World Cup. Yeah. Um, You know, it was quite a circus, wasn't it, with Mayweather over with him and Leonard Ellaby, and it was quite good fun. And and Tank wasn't someone that expressed himself at the time. It's probably five, six years ago, isn't it? Probably Um, longer than that, Gareth. Yeah. But what we need is that appeal to happen now so we've got clearance um, and we know where we are with one knows where Conor Ben is and and whether the board are going to um, have to license him or allow him to box here under an American license, whatever they, how, however they want to do it. I'm sure, Eddie Homer want to prove a point and 
Ben's team will want to prove a point and try and get a British licence back anyway. Yeah, we obviously know that situation is drawing to a close. Um, well, it's every two weeks, every time you... Anyway, yeah. Same thing. Yeah, you're right. Um, right, Gareth, I will let you get on with the rest of your brisk Sunday. And, uh... <laughs> Very good. Well, it's a beautiful brisk day. Uh, the sun's out. Um, nice, uh, nice brunch now. And then a lovely bike ride out in the sunshine with the loveliest girl I can find. What, you're still looking? No, she's here, so I need oh, to go. <laughs> Gareth, thank you very much for your time. Uh, we will reconvene uh, in due course. Yeah, lovely. Um, what's on this week? Well, we've got a show. What's the one I've got a show in Telford on Friday night? Sam Eggington uh, and Abassa Baru. Yes. That's on. Uh, and then off to Saudi. So, that whole list that I said at the beginning. Yeah, absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah. Gareth, thank you very much for your time. And we'll definitely, well, next time I speak to you, we'll, we'll be in Saudi Arabia, which will be in a week's time. So, yeah, lovely. Well, I'm off to see my girl who's about a few feet away, so I need to go. Okay, Gareth, no problem. See you later. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you to our sponsors, the Wall Street Memes Casino, with over 5,000 custom games to choose from. Enjoy live dealers and in-play sports betting, from football to esports. Get a 200% sign-up bonus on your initial deposit up to $25,000. Use code IFLTV24. Deposit now by visiting Wall Street Memes Casino today. 18 plus only. Please gamble responsibly. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.